Hallelujah. Do you realize without the shedding of the blood that nothing in our Christianity would be worth anything? Nothing. But because of the blood, we have eternal life. We have healing. We have prosperity. We have overflow. Hey, come on. Hallelujah. All the goodness of God is wrapped up in the blood. See, the Old Testament, if you read through the Old Testament, a lot of it was misery, a lot of it was suffering, except the patriarchs, they, they hooked on to God by faith. But I'll tell you what, grace came in. Mercy came in. In an overflooding way, when that blood was applied 2,000 years ago. When Jesus on that cross said, it is finished. He shed his own blood. Hallelujah. And forever, the Bible says, <laughs> we are perfected because of the shedding of the blood. Therefore, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. You're free to receive everything that the, the, the gospel has promised, the good news. That's what the gospel means. Amen. So thank the God for it this morning. Come and lift your hands and shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because of the blood. Woo, glory. 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 There can be no revival. There can be no awakening. There can be nothing without applying the blood. Amen? Glory to God. Turn to the person next to you and say, I applied the blood this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then you may be seated. Put a smile on your face. Laugh a little bit. Ha ha. Glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. We've got victory because of the blood. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, you know, when we were, Pastor Judy ministered last week, and then I came in the second service. Those of you that weren't in the second service, boy, you missed it. Powerful. Glory to God. I, we, we felt like what Rodney Howard Brown gave to us, we just wanted to give. And, and, and I think there's some left over for tonight. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Impartation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So don't, so don't miss tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. But we, we brought the message of overflow. God had already been speaking to our hearts, you know, uh, words came up like God's going to expedite things uh, Ephesians 3.20 we'll probably read that before the, the service is over this morning God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think according to the power that is wor working within us amen see these are all the promises of God if you come to this church hallelujah we're not doom and gloom around here we're a happy church Turn to the person and say, I'm happy. If, you don't, if you're not happy, we'll kick you out. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody asked me, you know, uh, one of the things that happens, you know, on our uh, Jesus encounter, people laugh. People have joy. And somebody came up to me one, one of the, the nights that we had that. And, Is that in the Bible? Yeah, the Bible says in his presence is fullness 
fullness. That's an overflow of joy. Amen. And in Psalms it says, God sits on his throne and laughs. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is our strength. There's so many scriptures about the joy. And unfortunately, the church I grew up in, there wasn't much joy. So I grew up in a Pentecostal, what you call a charismatic church, and they looked like they were sucking on lemons when they came to church. You know, that pious look. Oh, glory to God, I'm here to receive. I hope the pastor preaches good today. <laughs> I hope we sing the right songs today. Hallelujah. But see, if you come in with an attitude of joy, it can be the worst message. The worshiping can be off key. And you're just full of joy. Amen? Amen? Because you're not relying on what the outward thing. Joy is something that's produced in your heart, in your spirit. Glory to God. Amen. So we're going to start out today with, I love Psalms 23. Do you love Psalms 23? A lot of you have probably have it memorized one of the scriptures that we had to memorize in children's church growing up. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Because we had no clue what a lot of those things meant back then. Amen? My thinking, the Lord is my shepherd, I don't want him. <laughs> you know, as a kid, you, you, you know, you, you say these things, do I really want this shepherd? I, you know, whatever. <laughs> Glory to God. But no, but the Lord is my shepherd. I sh There's no want. There's no want. If, if God is your shepherd, that means you're, he's your provider. And God is not El Chipo. He is El Shaddai. More than enough. Hallelujah. So you need to take this Psalms 23, which a lot of you know it. You need to apply each one of these things. Amen. Because it talks about overflow and everything. Amen. I shall not want in any good thing. He makes me to lie down in parched, dry soil. No, in green pastures. Overflow. Hallelujah. He restores my soul. What happens when you get depressed and, and you feel like giving up? It says he's a restorer. He restores. He uplifts you. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. He fills your tank where it spills over. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. For his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. How many have been in those things? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because the Lord is right there. Think about Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, the three Hebrew children. They did not bow. They heated the furnace up seven times hotter. In fact, it killed the men that threw the boys in there because of the heat. Glory to God. But the king looked in the fire, and there was a fourth man. Woo! Glory to God. <laughs> I will fear no evil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's not giving us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will. Say, I will. I will. Fear. fear. No. no. Evil. evil. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. For the Lord is with me. 
Your rod and your staff, they covered me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Glory to God. So what is that saying to us? When, when the devil seems to be uh, uh, putting things in front of us, roadblocks and, and building up edifices in front of us, God says here, oh, hallelujah, he prepares a table before me. In the prayer, all the devil can do is look on and watch you enjoy. Ooh, hallelujah. I don't know how many course meal that is, but that's an overflowing bunch. Amen. How many of you have gone to like a, a, a feast and they begin, begin with, you know, just fill you up, fill you up, fill you up, fill you up. Amen. And by the time the, the steak gets there or the prime rib or whatever, he said, are you kidding me? We got dessert after this? Hallelujah. And the devil just has sat back and, are you kidding me? God, is that good to his people? I'm trying to kill you. I'm trying to put disease on you. I'm trying to break you and make you file bankruptcy. And here God is spreading this table in front of you. And he's just eating with both hands. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That is the only place in the Bible that gluttony is not a sin. <laughs> when you're oh, eating on that, feasting on the glory in the presence of God. Woo, hallelujah. Why? Because he anoints my head with oil. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. The glory of God. I like this next part. This is what this is all about today. My cup. Mmm. My cup runs over. And see, God doesn't want you to be satisfied with a cup either. Just bring a bucket. He's not limited. Glory to God. Popular song back in the Fill My Cup, Lord. What size cup? Are you bringing a teacup? Are you bringing a mug? Pastor Mike liked the big mugs. I don't know how many ounces they were, but you liked the big ones, right? When you were drinking that glory to fill it up. <clears throat> Pastor Judy goes to the uh, restaurant, orders coffee, and she gets upset when the waitress brings a coffee cup that's only three-quarters of a full. I want a cup of coffee. Amen? Little dabble do you. No, you need that caffeine. There's a reason why you want that cup overflowing. Amen? And so we need to have that attitude when we come to the house of God because everything about God is overflow. It's not pre-portioned out. Amen? It's good measure. Pressed down. Shaken together. Running over. Healing is running over. Hallelujah. Blessing is running over. Whatever you need today is running over, and you need to get that mentality instead of coming to church and think, well, I'm just going to get a little bit today. Don't leave here until you're overflow. Overflow in what you need, what you desire. Because, again, God, you know, he's not limited by our small thinking. Amen? He's bigger than our thinking. He's bigger. And I know we, press, we, we stress that. We've got to change it, and, and we've got to renew our mind by the Word of God. It's the only way we can. Meditate on the Word of God day and night. Day and night. 
But don't get bent out of shape if you haven't because God is a gracious God. He's a merciful God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says this, and, and, and I've used it before. He says that, you know, when your heart condemns you, you don't have faith in God. But it goes on to say in that scripture that God is greater than your heart. Hallelujah. So you feel a little bit of condemnation today? Forget it. God's greater than what you're feeling. God is bigger than where you're at. Hallelujah. He will go out of his way to bless you as much as he can bless you. And, it, you know, amen, he takes the limit off. But we've been brought up in a religion or a religious mind that, you know, unless we perform to a certain degree, God's measure is, amen, in, you know, according to our performance. If we read a little bit of the Bible, we get a little bit of God. If we pray a little bit, we get a little bit of God. If we come to church on a Sunday morning, we get a Sunday morning portion of God. But that's not how God deals. Come on. <laughs> My cup runneth over. Say that with me. My cup runs over. He gets on other people. <laughs> when you overpour a cup of coffee, what does it do? It runs all over your table. Sometimes it gets on your lap of your nice clean pants. Amen? Makes a mess. God wants to mess up things with your overflow. Everything that the devil brings to get, God wants to mess it up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And you know the end of it. Amen? Praise God. Surely, goodness and mercy follows me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house in other words in his presence in his presence forever even in your doctor's office you're in the presence of almighty God Jehovah Rapha your healer glory to God amen hallelujah I like this first service he helped me preach. Glory. I don't know what the next service will be like, but we'll see. Amen? Glory to God. Look at, let's turn to Amos chapter 9. Any of you know Brother Amos? Chapter 9, verse 13. This is one of the key scriptures down in the river church. And God has uh, brought it to our heart different times. And verse 13 says, and, and a lot of people say, well, this will apply to Israel. You read the, but we are grafted in come on we are grafted in Jesus became a curse that we might receive the blessing of Abraham hallelujah it says behold the days are coming says the Lord when the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes him who sows seed the mountains shall drip with sweet wine and all the hills shall flow with it now I know some of that is hard to understand amen because we don't deal with grapes and plowmen and so on and so forth but it's talking about overflow there and I want to read this out of the message bible because some of you will get excited and maybe jump out of your seat and run around the church okay hallelujah Yes, indeed. Hey, you got that memorized, don't you? 
Hallelujah. It won't be long. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 and 1, faith is now. Now faith is. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. All the promises of God. The Word. It is written. Hallelujah. Indeed, it won't be long now. God decrees. When God decrees something, it comes to pass. No matter what the devil puts in your way, if God, so shall my word be, the Bible says, it goes forth out of my mouth, it will not return unto me void, but it will accomplish whereto it is sent. Amen. Now listen to this. It's up on the screen. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. Well, yeah, you need to get the joy over that. It's going to happen so fast. Now, 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 let me tell you what people will tell you. It's going to take years for you to buy a house. It's going to take months for you to get over that condition. God says it's going to happen so fast your head's going to swim. Hallelujah. Amen. But you see, you've got to believe these things. You've got to act on these things. And I was thinking about this this morning. Before we go ahead and read it, all of it's really good. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't let the laughing bother you. They're just full of joy. I've learned being down in Rodney Howard Brown's churches, church, people laugh all the time, and he's very serious, you know. You're going to hell. Ha, 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 ha. You know, amen. But it's the joy of the Lord. I said you're a happy bunch, amen. Glory to God. But there is a, a performance. And, and again, God's not based on our performance, but there's a hunger yes, that's what after God. The Bible says, Jesus said with his own lips, they that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. They that hunger and thirst. What does that mean? You know, Jesus said, they worship me with your lips, but their hearts are far from me. You know, there's a group of people that come into the house of God and pretend. And they sit back and they judge everything that's going on. And they'll never get the overflow. They won't even get a half a cup. Because they're not expecting it. In fact, the waiter will walk right by them. Faith. Brother James says, and I brought this out the last time I taught on faith before we went away, that faith without corresponding actions is dead. Faith without works is dead. And so we come into the house of God and 
the worship team's anointed, the word of God is anointed, and we sit back and say, well, what's going to happen now? You're not going to get overflow. Come on now. And this is a pastoral thing, too. You know, I mean, we, you know, last, last Sunday night was the garage session. I don't know if you've ever been in the garage, but you, you do stuff when you go in the garage, right? <laughs> You're active when you get, yeah. most of you don't go in the garage and sit down and meditate. You find a little bit better place to go. When you go in the garage, you're, you're getting paint, you're getting stuff out, you're getting stuff, you know, you're working on your car, you're, work, you're putting forth an effort to, to get something done. And, and we noticed, you know, when the worship team called everybody up to the front, very few came up to the front. Same thing when we call for an altar call or uh, you want more of God and people just sit back and, and uh, you know, God is offering an overflow. An overflow. For those who are hungry. So if you leave here and you don't get over, you don't get blessed, if you don't get anything, you're sitting back and asking, God, what are you going to do now? Ha, ha, ha. Show me something, I'll get excited. Let the pastor preach a good message and I'll shout. Let the worship team sing a good song and, and I might even dance a little bit. But I don't like their song they're singing, so I'm going to sit back and... You know, that's an attitude that pushes against overflow. And let me say this. It says, if two or more are gathered in my name, Jesus said, there am I in the midst of them. And you need to see... When you come into the house of God, Jesus walking through the aisles with a picture of healing, with a picture of joy. And he looks, some of you have your cups on the floor. Some of you didn't even bring your cups. And he's walking the aisles. Oh, look at Rebecca over there. She has her cup out. He just keeps pouring and it keeps... Stop it, Lord, it's overflowing. Stop it, it's getting all over me. They used to sing a song in the old days. It's all over me and it's keeping me alive, keeping me alive. <laughs> Some of you know that song, amen? <clears throat> it's all over me. The, uh, the, the, you know, another place the Word of God says the anointing is like the oil that's poured over the high priest, Aaron, and it runs, runs down and affects every part of your body. That's overflow. So people, when you come to the house of God, have that expectation. Have that expectation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. It won't be long. Things are going to happen so fast that your head is going to swim. It goes on to say, back on, put Amos back up there. One thing 
fast on the heels of the other. One thing on the fast, not taking its time. One thing gets over, and before that's over, something else blesses you. It says you won't be able to keep up. You'll be so blessed. I like that shirt, fired up. Turn around and face the people. Come on. See, that's the right attitude. Fired up. How many of you are fired up this morning? Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. One thing, fast on the heels of the other. It, you won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. Can you handle that? Can you handle everything happening at once? God, you know, I just like everything in order. Give me just a little bit of here and a little bit of that so I can contain, forget contain it all. God wants us to spill over. Come on now. A little bit is, oh, I mean, that's it, not in the word, just a little bit of blessing. Just a little bit of, just a little dab will do you. Those of you remember Bill Cream commercial way back? You know, put a little dab on your hair and you'll look gorgeous. Amen. No, amen. God's talking about overflow. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everywhere you look, blessings. Everywhere you look. Even in the doctor's office. Even in the bank. Wherever you go, blessing, blessing. So you say, well, I, you know, I'm just not that kind of person. I'm more of a pessimist. You're shutting the flow off right there. Turn the switch of faith on. Come on. Faith is that. Faith is now. Shout when you go into the bank and you don't have any money in there. Have you ever heard of people getting their mortgages paid off supernaturally? How about the children of Israel? They left Egypt rich. The wealth of the heathens laid up for the just. And we'll bring those scriptures out. We were talking about them the other night at dinner. I mean, they, you know, God is allowing the heathen to work for you. Well, you know, I'm just, I, you know, I don't have that financial mind. I don't know how to invest in stock. I, I don't know how to do all this stuff. There's a heathen that does. <laughs> and they're investing for you. You just enjoy the overflow. Well, the heathen's laid up for the just. Hallelujah. So it says... Everything will happen at one time and everywhere you look. So begin to look. Blessings, blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. And God says, I'll make everything right again for my people. I'll make everything right for their people. And why? Because we're, we are going to involve, be involved in this great end time harvest. Says it will rebuild the ruined cities. You know, the town that you live in needs to have God impacted in a mighty way. Come on. We'll plant vineyards and great and drink the best, the good wine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. 
That's ever. That's a blessing. Well, I'm not. A, I don't have a green thumb. Well, you don't have to have a green thumb when God gets in it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not that that far out, but Pastor Judy talks to her plants. Come on now. How many of you talk to your plants? Say some of you do. Oh, plants, you're going to grow, you're going to thrive, you're going to so on and so forth. Amen. I get out with a lawnmower and mow them down. I said, they didn't get in my way. Everybody has a different mindset, right? Hallelujah. <laughs> Give me artificial plants. I don't have to water them. And they never die. They stay looking good forever. But some of you say, no, I'm not going to do that. Michaela, no, no. <laughs> Every picture she puts on Instagram has flowers and gardens and everything. I'm going to settle for it. I bet there's no artificial stuff in your house, right? Nope. Nope. Vinny says, bring the artificial stuff. I don't have to do it, you know. Michaela says, no, 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 no. Artificial stuff in my house. I want the real thing. Amen. Well, God wants you to have a real thing and help you grow it. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. And I like this part. And Pastor Judy, we're agreeing this is for the church. I will plant them. I will plant living word. Plant them on their own land. Come on. See it? And you can claim it for your own house. Their own land. They will never again be uprooted. We won't be under the thumb of the landlord anymore. You can't do this. You can't do that. Hallelujah. So blessings. And we're expecting it to happen so fast our head's going to swim. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. You know, we look, we look, you know, uh, and, and, you know, there's not that much land in Massachusetts. If you, if you look at the square miles and so on and so forth and how many people live here. Amen? We're overro overflowing with people compared to land mass. So you start looking for land and especially the good stuff that's not swamp or whatever in the area, you know, that's not, that's buildable. But God has the right, right place. He knows the right place. Like somebody told me last week, they, they, they believe God's going to give us the land. Well, I agree with that. Amen? Amen. We'll even take buildings on it. Glory to God. <clears throat> it's going to be so good. Come on, rejoice in the Lord. Come on, so good. So good. So good. More than enough. More than enough. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Y'all want to know how to act? Look at the front row up here. They're getting ready for a blessing. Oh, now we got a couple over on this side. Amen. Going to happen so fast, you're, 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 you're both glory to God. Your head's going to spin. Let's end in Ephesians 3.20, okay? The Passion Translation. Let's do it. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all of this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination 
Where's your imagination at? He will outdo them all. That's overflow. He will outdo them all. For his miraculous power. It's his power. It's not by might. It's not by power. But by his spirit, said the Lord. I think we're in a Mark Hankins meeting, don't you? We're down in Louisiana. Glory to God. Bunch of us went down there, and they were part of the bunch that went down there. They got con they're contagious, so don't hang around them. Hallelujah. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Running over cup. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. And I like the last verse. Now we offer up to God all the glorious praise. Come on. Everybody, let's raise our hands. Oh, hallelujah. In every church, in every generation through Jesus Christ, and all that will be yet will be manifest through time and eternity. There's no ending. There's no ending. Hallelujah. No ending. I'm here to tell you God is a good God. He's not mad at you. 